Sam Seitel's Pillars of Hamilton. So today's my first guest that I actually didn't know before I interviewed him. Uh, his name is Ricky Moriello, and he is strongly recommended by many people here in Hamilton. He's the owner of Remax Real Estate, and he also coaches football at St. Joe's. He's been doing it forever. He's passionate about that and about everything he does in his life. He was a great guest, so please welcome my friend, Ricky Moriello. Boom. Ricky is here. What's up, my man? What's up, man? Well, dude, um, you're actually the first guest that I've ever had on the pillars that I don't really know. Yeah. Like yeah. we chatted a little bit before this yep. started. But um everyone else I've like invited here. Yeah. But you, sir, you came highly recommended. Uh especially can I give a shout out to uh Natalie Scafidi? Oh, Natalie, it's my girl. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. yeah How do you know Natalie? Cool. Uh, well, her, you know, her family, my family are, uh, you know, we're like family, uh, you know, best friends with her uh, brother, John uh, Scola, and her sister-in-law, Christy Scola, is best friends with my wife, Bernadette, and, uh, you know, I've known them a long time, so. Yeah. Very close. Very yeah. Close. You were at the top of her list, man. Uh, she's great. <clears throat> she's so, got a teacher, Marinella, the funeral homes, what, teacher of the uh, year or something? She did she got? get teacher of the year? Well, I mean. The year just started, so. I mean. <laughs> well, dude, no, there's no doubt people love Natalie. Yes, yes, they do. Yeah, when I first moved here and I saw her presence on Facebook, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, she's popular. She is. Um, but let's talk about you, dude. Yeah, um, what's your history with Saint Joe? You were like uh, a real presence there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, <clears throat> I guess I, I've been there since nineteen nineteen ninety three. So that's when I that was my first year of high school there. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, I graduated in, what, 97? And um, Coach Sacco, I was lucky enough to uh, for Coach to ask me to stay on staff because I was, you know, staying locally college and uh, never left. What did he ask you to do? Uh, he asked me just to come out. We used to, uh, over, it used to be called Hollywood East, I guess it was called, which is now Hamilton Fitness. Um, you know, I was just there one day, graduated, and he said, you know, if, you have, if you're going to hang around, you know, would you come help the, uh, the freshman team out? And uh, just so know, was is this because he took a liking to you, or is this because of the way you played? Uh, I mean, probably a little both. I mean, but uh, you know, um, you know, not many people can. <laughs> you know, schedule's kind of uh, crazy over there, and uh, because of my school schedule, I was able to uh, fit in uh, coach's schedule, which is during the season about seven days a week. Ooh, and, uh, really? Yeah, he's pretty. He's demanding, but you know, there's reason for it. You know. Yeah, it shows. We'll and, get into that, but yeah. first I want to talk about your high school experience. So, what you played for the team? I did. Yeah. So I never um, played football before um, here, uh, before St. Joe. I was a. Um, I actually almost uh, went to St. Joe's Prep in Philadelphia. Um, it was just crazy the hours when they had to pick you up. It was like quarter to five in the morning. Five. You were living here in, in Hamilton. Well, yeah. No, I'm actually. Uh, you know, that's another. Uh, it's another thing. Um, I, I'm not from Hamilton. Um, I'm actually from um, a little town in Winslow called Cedarbrook, and um, okay, which is not too far. And uh, yeah, so you know, came down to town and you know, been here ever since. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, what was your football experience like? The the highs, the lows, yeah, especially I mean, the highs. I mean, uh, what is it that? I mean, you're still in the game to yep. this day. Yeah. Well, what is it about those years that? 
Yeah, you know, it's a um, you know, and I don't think that Hamilton's, you know, Hamilton's, you know, basically, you know, we're uh, basically the same type of program, you know, very close knit, family oriented. Um, you know, I, I love that; it really attracted me. You know, it's kind of like our town. You know, it's a close knit, family oriented town, which is like you know our program. Um, you know, I loved how Coach ran it. I loved how we were all together, and uh, you know, I wanted to, if I was able to, which I was, I wanted to stay in it as long as I could. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> I love that you run it. I think everything in Hamilton kind of like needs to be run like that. Yep. If if not, you're not, if you're not running, especially something with kids. Mm-hmm. If you're not running it in that family atmosphere, yeah. you're you're not doing it right here in no. Hamilton. Nope, not at all. You won't last too long here if you don't. No. <laughs> yeah. So I've, I, I'm like, dude, I'm four years in, so I'm yeah. still trucking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's all about family to me. So yes, this yes, is why is. I love it here. Yep. But back to high school, like, yeah. uh, what position did you play? Were you guys successful? Yeah, um, so I, I came and I never played before. Um, and coach, I remember, I remember one day he called me and said, "Ricky, uh, I heard you play baseball." I said, "Yeah." Well, you're going to play quarterback for the freshman team. And I'm like, "Coach, I, I never played, I never played football before. Like, whatever you want me to do, I'll, I'll do." Because actually, I was, I was playing, I was at guard. Because everybody is, it's funny. It's like a, it's like a, you know, a joke around. Hey, you know, you go to St. Joe, everybody plays guard, and then we will move you and put you somewhere else. You know what I mean? Why but, is that a joke? Why is that? Well, even? it's like because everybody, you know, all the kids that can kind of like run or whatever, they go play guard, and then you're like, all right, cool, we'll play guard. All well, right, we have too many guards. All right, now we're gonna move you somewhere else. So, um, you know, he asked me to play quarterback for the freshman team. Um, you know, my my cousin Robbie, um, you know, him and I, we went. See, my whole family really are Overbrook or Edgewood guys, which Winslow Township now. And we were like the first two not to go there. So he was a really good athlete as well, my cousin Robbie Moriello. And uh, we decided to go to St. Joe. Well, I was close. Um, his mother went to St. Joe. She was a Baronado. And it just was like a, a, it was a good fit. So, um, you know, long story short, he asked me to go there, play there. We, we, had, a, we had a good freshman team. Um, and I played. It was funny. I played defensive end as well, or linebacker. I think my freshman year. And so then, you didn't play quarterback right into it. Yeah, no. Yeah, in the summertime, you put me a quarterback. Oh, okay, okay. On the freshman team, yeah. Just because you could throw a, a Just baseball. Just because I could throw, yeah. Just because I could throw, but we don't throw, so it was funny. It's a funny thing, isn't it? Well, we really I don't, don't. At the time, we didn't throw at all. You were just handing we off. We just every... handed off, and I would throw a couple passes a game. That was it, man. Did you know what you were doing, or were you just like <laughs> nah, lost? Nah, <laughs> nah. So it, it was. It was really. It was. It was hard because I never played. I never played until you know. I played. I was really. Uh, you know, played basketball, baseball, um, but never played football. Um, so until I got there. So is that your sport though? Like, is that did that become your sport? It, you know, it became the sport I loved. Um, yeah, I wouldn't tell you it was my no. I wouldn't tell you it was my best sport. I would tell you no. That's baseball, what I mean. The one that like took or, over in your life. But it's the one that you know you, you just love. You know the game days and like I said, the camaraderie with your teammates and yeah, you know the night the nights before games and mornings before games are just there's no there's nothing like it. Nothing it kind of like makes it. me sad to be honest because I've been such a a, a competitor in, in one-on-one type sports. Yeah, I've never gotten that, and I feel like out of all, the, I could be totally wrong, and there's going to be baseball people and hockey people mm-hmm. shouting at me. But I feel like out of all the sports, the yeah. two that I think of that have that camaraderie are uh, football here and um, you know soccer everywhere else. You yeah, know, man. in the world. Well, you know, football is one day a week. You know, you prepare all week for that one day. And, you know, there's nothing like it. You know, the other sports, you know, I played, you know, thousands of baseball games. 
They do do a lot of baseball games. Love baseball, but you can't do football like like that, though. No, you can't. You won't make it out of a season. No, no, (laughs) you'd be down like one player by the end of it. No, yeah, yeah. So you know, such a cool sport, man. It it is. It's a great sport. What do you think of rugby? I think it teaches you rugby. um, I really don't know how they play. I don't know if they play one or two games a week. I have no idea, but you know, I think those guys are crazy. They are nuts, dude. Yeah, they don't have no equipment. No. I, I watched I watched the highlight. I remember two years ago of that kid from the Eagles, Jordan. I think it's I'm not. I apologize if I butcher the name. Ma, Malita. He's the left tackle. He's like six foot eight, three hundred and thirty pounds for the Eagles. He's a backup. He. You have to watch it on YouTube. You have to watch him play rugby. Okay. I mean, how's he do? He's absolutely incredible. Yeah. I mean, run, I mean that guy that big running people over. I've never seen it. No pads. Like it's like. Oh my gosh, so crazy! But I've like seen suicide. rugby like in in New Zealand when I was on my honeymoon. We were and every channel that's all there was was rugby yeah. and cricket. But I thought I like watching. I really don't understand it, but I like watching it. I watch. So I know much. a couple of high schools are, are doing it around here. I know one of my kids who um, Testa. Uh, he um, he actually played football for us and. He left, went to college, and he's playing rugby. He loves it. So he sends hardcore. Me, he sends me pictures of him like getting run over <laughs> by like these huge guys. But like he's in there, you know. It takes it takes a lot of guts to do that, dude. You okay? So he gets run over by huge guys, and what does he get he run me over again? Like Ohio State, like this monster kid who played on the football team, and he didn't make the football team. And he, his dad sent me this picture. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, is he all right? He's like, yeah, he's fine. I mean, his legs were like bigger than him. That's the thing. They're legs, man. Yeah. They're like trunks. Mm-hmm. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, pretty cool sport, man. Yeah, I don't think I could play it. Uh, nah, man. <laughs> I got four kids, man. Nah, nah. Uh, I can't do it. Um, so what about the team now? Or, yep. or how long have you been coaching? Well, every year since 97. So it's 23, Whoa. 24 years, something like that. Whoa. Yeah, crazy. I just turned 40. So I've been doing it since I've been there since about 13 years old, 14 years old. No wonder they say you're a staple of that uh, place, man. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I love it there. Coming from someone who's so passionate about teaching and know how much I've grown through this profession, like, yep. what kind of, have you changed? Have you learned things doing this coaching that you wouldn't other have otherwise if you... Absolutely. Yeah, like, what is, yeah. you know, the Ricky of today because of this? Yeah, you know, um, I, you know, I love being around the kids. Um, you know, I hear people all the time say, you know, our kids have changed, and and I guess I guess kids have changed, but I mean, really, I mean, I guess the one thing that I really like is about our kids is that they know if I get on them about something, I'm also going to pick them up as soon as they do something well, and. Um, you know, you'll you go to a game, you will hear me. I'm pretty loud. Um, but I think they know like that hey, I'm there for you know, there to help them, there to get on them when they don't do something well, but there to get on, you know, to also get bring them up when they do, you know, when they do something when they do something well, hey, I tell them they do something well when they do something wrong, I tell them, but we always try to pick them back up, you know. Yeah. And I think even more today with kids, I think that's the most important thing. I said because you know, as much as they look toward man. Some of these kids, most of these kids, they look. They look at you like you're you're a parent. You know yes. what I mean? They they really do. And yes, um, that stuff's important to me, man. It really is. Um, you know, I'm close with a lot of the kids after uh, school. You know, even after they, uh, uh, even a uh, kid we had last year, Wisdom. Um, he came in the films on Sunday. What did you say his name is? His name is Wisdom. Really? He, he plays for. Uh, he got a full ride to Temple. 
Oh, um, wow. So he's on, he actually played his first college game last uh, last Saturday. I forget who they played. Um, but they did pretty well. And uh, we're actually going to go to hopefully go to his game on Saturday. They played Maryland. All right. At uh, the link. So this is a kid uh, that you keep in touch with, former. Yeah, we keep in touch with a lot of kids. But, you know, yeah. he, he came. He came and uh, sat in films with us, just me and the co- him and the coaches on Sunday. It was really cool. I heard a knock on the door, and he was standing there. And he's humongous. I mean, he's like, I don't know, 6'3", 315. Ooh. He, yeah, he looks like Big, Big Mike from the movie, from that movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Big Mike. That's so what he's, we call him. All right. But it was nice. You know, it's, it's nice to see those kids, you know, that, that leave, but. Yeah, never really leave, That's one know? of my favorite things in the world, dude. Yeah. Uh, I just shared something on my Facebook page. Like, I'm always – not always. I don't want to say that. But I, I get these letters from uh, former students Yeah. that uh, if I read them aloud, I, I get like a tear in my eye. I can't, like, read them aloud. Uh-huh. But I can share it on Facebook. They're kind of like my trophies. Yeah, you, you know what's a really cool thing that Coach uh, Sacco does, man? Um, so it, it was crazy. So I remember my senior year, uh, our last game, we played at the college in New Jersey. So right before we're about to walk out, coach calls the seniors over and he goes, yo, here, here. And he hands us all letters, like envelopes. And I'm like, what is this? Because you're already emotional anyway, yeah. okay, because, like, it's your last game. It's the last time you're ever going to run out with the guys, you know. Wow. And it's a letter from your parents. You're like, oh, man. So not that, you know, it's already crazy. You're already like, oh, my God, I only got 48 minutes left. <laughs> he hands you this, and it's a, a letter from your parents about how much – I don't know how much they love you and all you know all the sassy stuff you know the things that you, you think totally it is. Had no idea this and you was have coming. No idea it's coming. And um, last year, I remember we played our last game against Holy Spirit at MetLife, and I seen Coach with the letters, and I was like, "Oh man, here we go!" You know, and and the kids, the seniors, don't know, and he hands them to you, to them, and you could see them just sitting by themselves in their own little world reading it from their parents, and like you could just see their emotion on their face. Wow. And it's like, yeah, it's pretty powerful stuff, man. You know, it's uh, crazy. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. It's one of the many things that he, you know, Coach has done over the years that he keeps. You know, tradition. We love our big traditions. but Like what? what are your... our little traditions, too, or something. That, you Dude, know, what like are, that. You know, what are the big cool. traditions? You know, we, you know just, just stuff that we've done over the years. You know, our team mass before our last game. Um, you know, he takes the kids to Philly every year for um, – for uh, to get cheesesteaks together. Oh, nice! Um, you know, just, just things you know that we try to we try to do every year and keep tradition alive with our kids. Um, mass before games every Friday. You know, things like that. Yeah, you know that we do, I try to do together. And uh, but the letter thing, I think, is my favorite. My favorite. Why? Because of how. So you're saying he did it? Did he? Well, you do know, it like he... like that tradition's something you got to remember. Like that's a dress, tra- like a tradition is something that you know is coming. Yeah. Like that one is like the kids know. don't know it's coming, and it's I like, know it really is. Yeah, like, but you oh, do, man. so you but get to do. see it, and oh, that's that's yeah. beautiful, man. I mean, they're gonna know, but you, you well, know, you're like you don't point, remember it. Yeah, you, you don't. You, don't, you, you forget. Don't, you forget. You're like you're so worried about playing your last game, and then all of a sudden, boom, five minutes before the game, you're. Oh this my god, dude! Envelope. I'm getting the chills. <laughs> yeah, Shout out cool. to you, Coach Sacco. That is brilliant. Yeah, it's a pretty cool thing. Um, so I like I said, like I do. Uh, I'm into martial arts. I I'll sit down with friends and watch football. Yeah. Um, I grew up in Florida where the Dolphins just sucked, and I, huh. I just wasn't into watching them lose every single week. But I have questions. Yeah. Uh, um. And I, I want to get like the opinion of someone like you who's been in the game for so long. Sure. For one, 
what do, what are your feelings about kids? I know that the concussion thing has become really yeah. part of the forefront over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I used to be a pro wrestler. I've had yep. maybe seven or eight concuss- concussions. To think that my kid, like my kid's athletic, he might do football one day. Yep. I'd be happy to let him. Um, but he ultimately could get concussed. I mean, sure. it happens all the time. Yeah. Have changes been made? Have the right changes been made? What, what I know. Should... I mean, I remember when I played, the helmets, they felt like they weren't, but they felt like they were 20 pounds on your head. Um, I tried one of the kids' helmets on today, um, and it felt like air on your head. It felt like nothing. So, you know, I'm assuming, uh, you know, never played with one like that. Okay. Uh, obviously, I played 20-something years ago. But um, I'm assuming that those helmets are safer. Um, but I, I think it all comes down to how, how you teach the kids um, – how to tackle somebody, um, and, and you know, I, I have different. I have a lot of opinions about it. Um, you know, the state, the state of New Jersey, especially, has taken away a lot of our time to teach um, and tackle oh, no during way. practice. Yeah, so what we're do you only, mean? We're only allowed to tackle um, for fifteen minutes a week during practice now. That's a that's a new law. I didn't know they yeah. could make something like that a law. Yeah, I think it, I I, I uh, dislike it. Um, because, uh, is anyone who's in the game like it? Um, from some coaches like it, some coaches don't, you know, I think it all, it's a matter of matter of opinion. I mean, I, I, okay. So for why argument's sake, it would be like me going to coach rodeo at St. Joe and be like, Hey man, it, it maybe it's not so much cause it's not the physical aspect and someone might disagree with me, but honestly, you know, uh, coach, you're only allowed to, uh, practice boxing out for 15 minutes this week. Um, and then you go to a game and kids don't box out well. Mm. I don't think it's much different than tackling. I mean, if we don't teach our kids how to tackle correctly, like mm. we can go through drills all we want, but if you're not tackling, you know, correctly, meaning your head up, don't tackle with your head, you tackle with your what shoulder, about- don't tackle with your, you know, don't hit with your face mask. You know, if you teach, I believe the correct way, um, I, I believe you won't be as concussed as much. Okay. So did the people who are tackling get concussed more often or is it the people getting tackled? becoming concussed more often i think i think the kids who are getting tackled are getting concussed more often and do you guys teach proper ways to to fall is that even a thing because i know the variables are so you don't i wouldn't tell you proper ways to fall no because you know you're you're getting hit from all different angles i mean you know defensively you know you want to take the kids uh funny story so we had a really good football player in 2001 his name is james hargrave okay from pleasantville he had a um a bunch of his cousins play have played for us over over the course of the years. He gets a full ride to UConn, okay, and all he wanted to do was be a running back, okay. So after the first day or so, they took him out of running back, put him at linebacker. I asked him what his feelings were on it, and he says, "Coach, I'm so glad I'm not a running back." So I said, "Why? You've always wanted to be a running back." He goes, "Coach, I seen how these linebackers and safeties hit the li- the running backs, and I'm like, I'm not gonna hit like that." <laughs> so I would tell you the kids who are getting hit are getting more concussions than the kids who are hitting. Okay. I guess you can't train too much for that because there's so many variables. You're getting there hit is. from all kinds of sides. I mean, you know, the, you know, you look at the Eagles Super Bowl a couple of years that uh, Brandon Cooks catches the ball. He makes a move. He doesn't see that kid. You, you can't teach him how to no. how to fall when there's you're getting so blindsided. Much going on. There's right? so much going you know? on. Yeah. It's so quick, you know. And yeah. then the older you get, so, you know, high school football is, is, is slow compared to college, and college football is slow compared to the NFL. So. Right. It's a split second, so I don't know how you could teach someone to fall after they get hit. So it's tough. You have kids, right? Do you have you have 
twin? Someone told me a twin. I do. I have, I have a, well, first I have a 24-year-old stepson and I have a 10-year-old boy-girl twins. Right on. Yep. So your 10-year-old, if he wants to play football, or your 10-year-old daughter, either one. If they want to play, they can play, sure. Yeah. Would you worry about them? You always worry. I mean, my son plays baseball. You know, you're worried about, you know, um, I remember one of our kids on our on our baseball team got hit. He was a pitcher. Uh, little Mario got hit uh, through a pitch and got hit in the eye, Ooh. you know, by a line drive. He didn't I mean, so, break anything, did he? No. He, it was scary. Definitely scary. Oh, um, but God, he was okay, right thankfully. But, you know, you got to hope that kid, you know, is okay if the pitch and it isn't gun shy from pitching later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if you're in a batter. I mean, so I guess my point is, is you can be concussed or be hurt in any sport you play. I think soccer is worse than football. They don't have helmets. They don't have helmets and they're running into each other sure. so fast. Yeah. I so remember fast. I remember my friend George in high school, he broke his leg in a soccer game, snapped his leg in half. It's like, you know, I never seen none of my football. I mean, yeah, have I seen a kid get hurt in football? Of course. But yeah. that was pretty, pretty gruesome seeing that. He got kicked and has no pads yeah. you know, except his shin pad. It's a weird debate because here you want to say like, okay, like for example, you, you, you had one of the best times ever being in high school football so much so that you've gone on to coach forever. Uh, All those kids are getting these skills. They're, uh, they're getting these experiences. I mean, that are going to stick with them forever. But at the same time, a head injury could stick with you forever too. Could. I think it's extremely important though. I think some, some kids or adults are more susceptible to head injuries than others and i think yeah. you know if, if, if you have one you really really got to watch you know if you get another one and get another one you start to get two or three you, know, you probably best bet to probably step away to bow out at that yep. point mm-hmm. yeah that's basically what i did with wrestling yep. yeah uh some people don't and so, some people don't get some people get hit in the head you see a what few happens times to them. you know what they they don't get a concussion it's weird it's very weird. It is weird, right? Like the head is made thick skull. I don't know. I, I yeah. know my quarterback. He plays safety for us as well. Um, he went in to hit somebody on last Saturday at a game, and he's laying on the ground. I'm like, oh, here we go. He's concussed. He definitely got concussion. He looks hurt. Gets right up. He's like, no, nah, I'm okay. <laughs> and it's like, it's oh, con- you know, I thought that was there. something that you know. I was like, oh pretty sure of it you know? I, I got them easily man especially the last yeah. like four or five it yeah. was just like the first one the second before you know it i'm just getting like a boop on the chin sure sure and, and i'm out for two hours it's definitely a scary thing i mean you don't want you know you don't want a kid don't want a kid to get one and yeah. if he gets but one this, you really want to you really want to monitor no doubt yeah um i would let my kid play football i'm letting him do jujitsu competitions right huh? now and i just had my whole pectoral ripped off in january in a jujitsu tournament so <laughs> Yeah. That don't sound comfortable. Oh, it's been rough. <laughs> I'm just three weeks ago, I just started training hard again. Oh. Like, thank God, man. It's been rough. Um, so, obviously, or I shouldn't say obviously, but I'm pretty sure you have to be in. I feel like if I'm wrong here, dude, you're going to kick my. No. Eagles fan? I am. Okay. Okay. Am. You're an Eagles fan. Yes, sir. Um, Bro, how did it feel a couple of years ago, man? Felt great. Yeah. Felt great. Never, that... thought, never thought I was going to live to see the day. Actually. Yeah. Like, are you a lifelong? Yeah. So yeah. what? Tell me the moment, man. How? Did, what was going on? Where cried. were you? You cried. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I'm not afraid to say it. Yeah. I was emotional. I was happy. It was like you know, I, I don't have to listen anymore. My friends say, <laughs> you know. Actually, I, I lit off the fireworks. I lit off fireworks in my backyard. Um, in I don't know if it was raining. Might have been. I don't know. Whatever. But uh, Johnny got so mad at me. He, I don't think he talked to me for like two days. <laughs> 
Oh, dude. Yeah, didn't talk to me Even with days. the circumstances? Nah, man, don't care. He was like, nah. Come on, Johnny. You, By the way, screw you. Uh, we'll get back to that, but Johnny, people. He said keep, a couple other things I can't say. Yeah, no, this is a family show, mm-hmm. sort of. um Johnny, uh by the way, man, people have been telling me about you. Got to have you on the show. And oh, he'd be the blast on the show. Would he? I was yeah. telling you earlier, he's always you like. Gotta hurry up. He's almost like 50. So oh. Gotta hurry up and get him on here. Big 5 0 on his way out, huh? He's yeah. <laughs> done. <laughs> yeah, man, you're always like my requested. I'm just gonna friend him tonight because you're always like my. I'm like, I don't know we'll that get guy. Him on. We'll get him on here. Cool, cool. So, how are the Eagles looking this year? By the way, that game, that game when they won the title, yeah, is that best game of all time? I don't know. If to first or second, yeah, you first would put it up second. there. Yeah, I mean, the year before, I mean, it's tough to beat the year before down twenty eight three. The year after, not so much. What last year? Yeah, that was hey, worst game I've ever watched. Oh, it's awful. horrible, absolutely horrible. Oh, so bad. But no, I mean it was you know hey it was uh, you know really you know Wentz goes down you don't ever I never expected them to win with Nick Foles That's yeah an incredible story oh beautiful man how they looking this year good you know I'm not like those you know I hate to say I'm not like a normal Eagles fan where I'm like I don't listen to any of the radio shows I hate the radio shows like those Philadelphia radio guys I can't stand them um, so I'm not like the why not that because. Angelo Cataldi is the worst. I mean, he, all he does, he just says things to, you know, get people, you know, either upset or mad or, you know. So I'm, I'm not really like the, the crazy rah-rah Eagles guy. I try to, I try to. I'm a fan. I just try to look at the game for what it is, you know. And, you yeah. know, man, when they lose, hey, there's, there's other guys they get paid to play too. They're but pretty are you good the too. kind of guy who's like looking into the roster this year? I, and, I do. I do. And yeah. how you thinking they look this year? I think they're very talented. I think they're really talented. And if they stay healthy like any other year, they have a chance. All right. You know, I do. If one stays healthy, they got a great chance. We got much more to talk about, but I got to take a break. You got it, man. I'll be right back. Football season is upon us, people. And you know what that means wings, burgers, pizza beer soda solid wait a minute what did i just say solid i did people don't let this season get the best of you go to solid see my friend matt Silvesti. mention the pillars of hamilton and get a free shirt when you sign up for a membership train smart train solid all right we're back and uh not only do you coach kids to greatness but uh i hear on the street that you're one of the best people in the world at selling Ooh. houses. Ah, been doing it a long time. Um, I think what, 15 years. 15 Did you just years. start off owning your own? You own your own, right? I do. Yes, I own uh, a Remax out of Williamstown called Remax Community. Out of uh, so this will be going on our fourth year. Fourth year. Going oh, so on this my is I mean not new, new, but somewhat new. Yeah, somewhat yeah. new. Yeah. I mean, I'm a business owner too, so I feel yeah. like four years is still new. When yeah, you know. it's new, no doubt. Yeah. What were you doing before that? Uh, before real estate, or before you owned this business? Oh, but I worked at another another firm, um, and uh, so yes, yeah, my fifteenth year, so my um, my fourth year owning a Remax. Okay, yeah, and so you just decided along the way, like, hey man, I want to own my own my own. Yeah, yeah, wow. got to got to the point where you know I was like, hey, you know what, I uh, I, I you know I have a partner, uh, Tony, and um, we decided, hey, let's give this a shot. And uh, we're doing, doing great, man. Yeah. Doing great. Honestly, I wish I did it earlier, but I don't look back, so. What, started the business earlier? Yeah, started our own earlier. So um, how are things going? I mean. Great. I mean, I couldn't ask for it to be better. I have a great office, great team, and you know. How were you able to build the clientele? 
uh, just, you know, 15 years of, uh, you know, phone calls and trying to do my best, you know, trying to do the best job you can. You know, I work strictly referral. I do a little little bit of advertising in the Gazette. That's about it, though. Yeah. yeah just, just I a mean, little. a lot of people obviously know you yep. in town. Yep. By the way, man, I got to ask. Yeah. I got to ask you about my first guest. Do you know who my first guest on the Pillars of Hamilton was? I don't know. Okay. And it was the shortest episode because at the same time my kid was sick. A lot of people know that story. Um, so it, it got cut short because my yeah. kid was sick. But my first guest, you may have heard of this guy. Huh? Have you ever heard of a man named Dave Birnbaum? Yeah, I've heard <laughs> of him, I guess. Uh, yeah, he's at my house every day. <laughs> yes, calls me about... 30 times a day 30 yeah. times 30 oh, phone easily calls easily a day easily. from dave birnbaum like what my, is that uh, like he's like my little stepbrother i want to <laughs> ring his neck but i love <laughs> i love him i love him he's like my he's like my little brother he really is yeah he, um yeah i actually just drove by on 11th street he's showing a house uh right now so i just uh he was over this morning you know he's he's uh one of the members of my team and uh that so we have our office and then i have a team so who's on and your team? David is on my team. Yeah. So uh, Dave Birnbaum, um, Jim DePasquale, who we call Dingy. Uh, oh, that's he lives, cool. Yeah, he, he played. Actually, he played. Um, he played. He's a year older than me. Uh, he played football with me at St. Joe. Um, Lindsey Tribaletti, Hamilton girl. Uh, Mike Long, Hamilton guy. Uh, Brett DeFalco went to St. Joe. Uh, he lives in I think West Deptford. And uh, Tori Oreo. Um, she lives in Haddonfield. Uh, I've known her father for a long time, and uh, yeah, so those are those are my team. I uh, Marianne uh, Templeton, my my assistant, who uh, she's my lifeline. Uh, couldn't do it without her. And uh, you know, Chris Wilhelm is my uh, our mortgage representative. Uh, I actually start off in the business using his dad, uh, same name, and uh, you know, we've been working well together. He I actually coached him at St. Joe. Uh, so he actually does a lot of our loans now. So that, 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 born, that that's uh, my guy. Sorry, side question. You born here? No, was not born here. Winslow. Uh, yeah, I was Stratford and grew up in uh, in Winslow Township, about ten about ten miles away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So four years in, you guys are already. I mean, you guys are rocking it. We're rocking it, man. Yeah, we're rocking. We do. We do it. We do it. We kill it, man. We we do a great job. We love it. We have a lot of fun doing it. We, we, we do. I think that's the most important thing is that we don't want to – I try not to make it a job. I try not to make it a job. And how do you do that? I, I don't have any clue how buying and selling houses – because my experience is like I go – I get it from the side of the buyer and seller where it's yes. just like, oh, my God, we got to sell this before we buy this house and you know yeah. this and that. And uh, is there water problems? And uh, so you know, much to worry about. Real estate, man, is not just about – Real estate is not just about buying and selling. You know, real estate's about, you know, being there for, you know, we're a lot of things. You know, uh, we have to listen to all the good things that happened to them, to our buyers or sellers, all the bad things that happened to them. We're sometimes we're psychi psychiatrists. What do you sometimes. mean? Like uh, they, they tell you after everything? Nah, you know, done? during a deal, you know, listen, you know, they only do it maybe one time every seven years. You know, uh, we do it every single day. So we, we see things, we see the same things every day. You know, you're buying a house. Mm. You don't buy too many houses in your life, right? No, you don't. A few, <laughs> right? Actually, yeah. uh, actually, you know, maybe you do, but really, n nothing comparable to what we do. You know, we, we we deal with these every day, and you know, there's a lot of emotion when it comes to you know money and um, moving. It's a lot of stress, and we have to try to you know do our best to take care of our clients and make it as stress free as possible. So you're like kind of like the house selling therapist. A, to, a lot of times, a lot, and that's okay. I mean, it's it's a, it's a good thing. It's all part of it, you know. But you're still dealing with that human element, and uh, 
you know, people get, uh, you know, they get stressed out. They get emotional. We've yeah. Had, we've had people, you know, you know, yell at us. And then when the settlement's over, like, oh, we're really sorry. We yelled at you. What said, do you mean they yell I at said, you? I said, we understand. I said, it's a stress. Sometimes, you know, things happen, you know. They just yell, there to, yell at you right in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to be able to take it, you know. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not personal. It's business, you know. And that's the way you need to really attack it you know but it's not just about selling houses or you know listing them you know it's it's about staying in contact with them and you know i stay in contact with you know i have a probably a book of business of well over a thousand people that i stay in contact with which takes its time you know and a thousand um, oh easily you easily. keep in touch with a thousand people uh, probably more than that yeah easily um and you know but it's not always about hey are you looking to buy a house it's Hey, you know, uh, do you need to refinance? You know, you know, people call me out of the woodwork, you know, call me tomorrow. Hey, Ricky, do you have a painter? You know, I need to paint my foyer. You know, it's just not about being there for, for the person. And I think what's happened over time, over 15 years of me doing it, is that they trust that I'm going to do the best that I can. Yeah, sometimes, you know, things work out most of the time. But, you know, there's there's hills and bumps and every type of business. But I think, you know, over time, you know, people have learned that, hey, you know what, I'm going to do do the best I can for them, and I do a pretty good job of it. And I try to teach the guys on my team the same thing. Well, you seem like your heart is like fully into this. Yeah, love it. I love real what, estate. What do you love about it so much? Yeah, you know, it's a it's a high, man. It, it really is. You know, you um, you know, finding people what they want, where they where they want to live. You know, um, the challenge of selling their house uh, for them for 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 what you list it for. You know, um, it, 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 it's 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 a lot of fun. It really is. Um, I try, like I said, I try to make everything in life non-stress free. Um, Do you? Yeah, everything. It's, I don't. Man, I don't this stress is so out funny nothing. because like I think of the real estate business, and yeah. not from any experience working in it. It just comes to my head. It's just like stress. Like that's the. But yeah. you seem so chill about it. Like yeah, no. Nah. It you people, sound like people, people, people. Uh, they they can see the stress in you. You know, for instance, you know, you can't be the type of salesman that you need the sale, if you know what I mean. Like, yes, hey, that's what I felt in New York City. Nah, you, you, oh, nah. New York stuff, man. I, I did a couple of deals for people coming from New York. I don't know how people do it there. It's totally, they, they don't have settlement dates. They're like, yeah, we're going to settle either, either October or by December. I'm like, well, I need a settlement date, man. Like, got to give me, you got to tell me when we're settling. Yeah, it's a different, a <laughs> it's whole a different, different animal. land. It's a different animal. It was absolutely bonkers going yeah. from one apartment to and another. And, you know, but you try to, try to make it as stress-free as possible. You know, when you do a lot, you know, we do anywhere from um, – you know, in the past four years, we've done anywhere from 125, 150, 172 houses a year. We sell just what? Yeah. yeah. So you mean to tell me, like every two days, you yeah, guys? Yeah, we're going. To, we're going to the table. Yeah. Yep. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you know, it's uh, well, you know, you do it a lot, but every deal is different, and it's great. It's great dealing with people, and it's nice, you know, when you have someone that you sold their house five years ago. They call you back, say, "Hey, Ricky, I'm looking to upgrade or downsize or." looking to move out of state and you know they have that relation you have that relationship where you know yeah they want to stay with you and uh it's it's, like, it's, a, it's a lot of fun it's especially we're talking hamilton we're talking families like yeah it's such an important decision it is the whole thing from start to end this town Every is just though i'll tell you what uh, this town is um is a blessing um you know like i said you know you, you treat people well in this town they treat you well and uh, I wouldn't want to sell real estate anywhere else, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. You have a different experience than me. I've been a local for a very long time. 
Uh, I mean, you've been in the system. Yep. Um, I came in and took over a business from someone who yeah. was kind of popular, yeah. I would say. Yeah, right. <laughs> the big shoes to fill. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, f I feel a lot of love here now. And, yeah. um, it's a great place, man. I couldn't be happier. Yep. I feel so lucky. Yeah. So, so lucky. And, glad and to dude, have you. We're I'm, glad to have you. Thanks, dude. And I'm, I'm here. I am talking with you, uh -huh. Ricky. Everyone, the guy everyone wants on this show. It's pretty <laughs> yeah, rad, we'll man. See. Well, except maybe Dave Birnbaum. <laughs> he didn't want Dave. You. Dave yeah. didn't want you on here, no. <laughs> dude. You busted chops. Uh, a little bit. You could. Yeah, I'll tell you about that after the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I got he some pictures. I got some pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he told me. He's like, oh, he'll, he'll tell you after the he's, show. I'll tell you what. That kid's like a uh, he's like a big turtle, man. He lets it run right off his back because I don't know if any other people can deal with it. Oh, it's he's all, a great sport. Yeah, he is. And he it's is. all with love. Nothing it comes to date Well, I won't let anybody else do it. I'm allowed to do it. Okay, good. And our, 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 you know, our circle's allowed, but no one outside the circle's allowed. Yeah, you guys, def if anyone Absolutely. else tries to come in. No. Yeah. We'd be all over that person. Yeah. <laughs> we, would, awesome. we would actually protect Dave. He doesn't, yeah. I don't know if he believes that some days, but we actually would. Yeah. You hear that, Dave? <laughs> it's making it official. <laughs> you ever go out gambling with him? No, I will not go. He, he, he Why? Claimed, no, cause he, because Dave claims to be the greatest poker player in the world. He's probably atrocious. And I, I, no, I don't do it. I don't I don't really gamble. What do you? Way. Okay, yeah, me neither. Gamble. Me neither. He took me out gambling. If I, if I go to casinos, I'll, you know, maybe $100 here or there. That's about it. I, yeah. I'm not, I really don't like it. Work hard for it. I don't want to give it away. I know. You know. Him, you $100 here and there. He's like $100, boom, gone in five uh, seconds. But if I ask him to buy me a nice tea or a coffee, he don't have no money. <laughs> <laughs> is that funny, for real? Though. Oh, he's funny though. He's got he's got money to gamble though. Yo, is his family not the most likable family of all time? Most likable. Yes. Most likable. He they are Mr. and Mrs. are just incredible. And God bless Maddie, his wife. Yeah. <laughs> bless your heart, Maddie. That's right. The the kids too. I've gotten uh, to work with all the kids, like yeah. the to see what they're doing now is fantastic. I know. I, I don't know if any other family could deal with what is it, a two year old? It's two, four Six and eight, I believe it is now, because they just had a birthday. Hey, or no, you know, she. I'm sorry, the youngest will be two. Ricky, so one. Ricky, look at me. Crazy. I man. have no, no. Wait, I have. You're a, worse. I got a six, four, oh. two, and zero. Oh my god! You no wonder you and Birnbaum like each other. <laughs> we oh understand each other. I look at him in the eye. I'm almost like I understand, bro. God. I don't know how he's doing. It's all with love. Wow, it has to be. It has to absolutely. It has to be about love. A lot of you patience. Ain't, you ain't gonna make. Well, if you that. ever stop at Dave's house, you know Maddie's running around with the kids, and Dave's just sitting there on the couch with his, <laughs> with his socks off, just not really helping. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's worked so hard with you throughout the day. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I. I you know I. It's weird for me when I first met him because I always – all my real estate stuff has been – other than buying the school here, it's yes. all been New York City type of stuff. Yep. So I had this idea of what a real estate agent was where like one would see the other in the same apartment oh, yeah. and the fangs would come out. Yep. It was crazy. Um, and then I met Dave and yeah. found out he was – I was like, how is this guy – Yeah doing the thing you know but I, I see that there's a whole different side to it it's yep. not about being aggressive no, with you guys not at all i mean i'm much more aggressive uh you know when i need to be um but you what know, do you mean like really, what, what i mean you, you have to remember you know when you're dealing with when you're dealing with your own people no nah, you don't you don't want anything you don't want any you don't want to be aggressive at all but when you're dealing with the other side you know you have to make sure that you're aggressive for your client yeah okay 
Um, but you also have to make sure that if they want that house, you're not too aggressive that you kill the deal for them. Mm. But you also have to be able to make sure that you don't let that client, your client, walk all over you because you have to you have to draw the line in the sand. Yeah. And uh, you have to make sure that, you know, because what it does is it gives them the confidence that you know what you're doing. Okay. And that you're going to fight for them because that's, that, that's the most important thing. You know, you don't pay a commission. Um, you know, you pay a commission to me because you want me to make sure all the I's are dotted, T's are crossed, and I'm going to negotiate for you. That's why you pay a realtor. The other stuff, you know, is what it is. But those are the two main reasons. I find dealing with real estate agents very intimidating, but I feel like this is something different that I've not. No, I try never... to try not. Like I said, try not to make it a. Try not to make it. Try, we try, try to make it a good experience, you know, because most you, of the experiences are not. not yeah, when the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> they're really not. Dude, when the podcast is over, you want to do a quick commercial for future episodes? Sure. Yeah, we should Whatever totally you do want, that. Um, but before that, man, I am going to break out the chat pack. Since What's you, this? Oh, I thought you listened, bro. This is where No, I, I didn't out. listen to the end, man. Oh. <laughs> I didn't listen all the way to the end. All right, well, at I was the waiting end, to talk about Ray and Kiss, you know. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. They're horrible Kiss, but, you know, I won't You don't like Kiss? That. No, no, not at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, what kind of music him. you he into? Him. Oh, dude. I don't think there's anyone who loves him more. No, no one. Uh, I, I, I like all kinds of music. I'm not, I'm really not in the country, but everything else I'll listen to. Everything but country? Yeah. And, and it's really the opposite of most of my friends. Yeah. I was going to say, this is a big country town. It is. And I just I can't take it, man. Yeah. I'm just a rock guy. I'll just, you know, pretend like I'll just hang out, and but really not listen to it. Mm. <laughs> but I love rock. Yeah. Me too, man. All right, dude. All right, here we go. Uh, what do we got here? I got choose one. Choose one. Answer the question. Best oh, of boy. Here we go. Here we go. Dude. Oh, no. Oh, man. What thought or sentiment would you like to have copied and put into one million fortune cookies? Oh, man. That's, that's a good a one. a lot of fortune cookies. That's easy. Oh, that's it's easy. easy. Yeah, I wanna, I'm going to go with my quote I've used my whole life. Oh, you so, got one. All right. Yeah, so in my yearbook, I put... And I still, my actually, my mother still has this on the front. I, I got to make sure I say it right, though. So give me, you got to give me a minute. But, All right. Uh, so in, in my in my foyer, in the upstairs of my house, I always, when I was little, I wrote this wrote this uh, quote. How old were you? Oh uh, gosh, eleven, okay. twelve, maybe before I was in eighth grade, probably. Just something. And it was it was something that like, kind of caught my eye. I, I like reading and you know things like that and. Um, she, uh, so it was like, if you want to be um, the leader of the orchestra, you always have to turn your back to the crowd. Wait, hold on. Let me think about that one for a second. That's my favorite quote of all time. So say that one more time. So if you want to lead the orchestra, mm -hmm. you have to turn your back to the crowd. Oh, my So what it always gosh. meant to me was is that, you know, if you want to, you know, you have a goal in life, you know, you got to, you know, it's, it's up to you to do it. You know, you can't always go with the crowd. Basically, is can't always what, doing what I was everybody else is doing. I was getting a different. What do you think about that? Well, because I've done a lot of entertainment things over my yeah. life, so I've always been in front of an audience. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like if you're not facing the crowd, it's not about you. It's about everyone else that you are being this cornerstone. You are sure. being this leader sure. to make sure they get. This. It's it's a lot of things. I mean, the, the right? One, it could be both. It, it could be. It's absolutely both. I mean, I, I that's a great point too. Um, it definitely is. I mean, you know, if you want to be a leader, you know, you got to be able to, you got to be able to do things, you know, that other people won't. Yeah. You know, you got to be able to say to what's right. Be a good right. leader. Yeah. yeah. To be a good leader. You be know, strong. to be a good leader, you got to be. You know, got to. Hey, this is like coaching, man. You know, you got to pick kids up. You know, you got you got to tell sometimes tell them what they don't want to hear. Yeah. 
you know so yeah. it could mean a lot of things but so if i read that um on the chat pack that, that's the first thing that comes to my mind bro if Yo, fortune cookies, step up your game, yeah, okay? Oh fortune cookies don't have nothing on me. No, if I opened that up, that would have changed my life. I think it just did. All right, you got time for one more? Yeah. All right, problem, here we go. Oh, man, I get Shuffle. two tonight. Did, how many did Ray get? Ray Ray got uh, maybe three. Ray wanted oh, to, Ray had a lot Ray's to say. Ray's the man. Ray wants them all. I didn't have to say a word in that podcast. I was I just like, go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, here we, we love go. you, man. We love you. Here he is. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, dude, we were supposed to talk about that. We totally oh, about, missed that conversation. Oh, about Ray? Yeah, let's you listen, talk about it. Yeah you, yeah, you you listened to that podcast. I did. I did. Yeah, um, I was, I'm extremely happy I was able to listen to it, you know? Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, which is probably not many of you, uh, Ray, our friend Ray, was in a very serious car accident. He was on a podcast, Ray, Raymond Chipione. Yep. Uh, he tells the story, and it's... How do you, what do you put, how do you, what word uh, do you give to it? Um, well, I mean, it's a, you know, thank God he's able to sit here and talk about it now. But uh, it's, a, you know, it's, t- it's a tough thing to talk about, you know, but thank God, you know, he's here and that's it. It's all that matters, right? Yeah. yeah. What was that? What was your experience? Oh, yeah. So, so my wife and my, my, my kids, we were, we went to, it was during Easter week, I believe, uh, around Easter time. And um, we, but it was a week prior to Easter. So a few days before, I believe. And uh, we were at Turks and Caicos, and we were in the, the pool. And uh, I had my phone, of course. Can't, it's a vacation, but I always got to have my phone. And uh, I get a text message, and it was from Johnny, and said, Yo, man, uh, Ray just got in a horrible accident, and they don't know if he's going to make it. You know, please don't tell anybody. Dada, please keep it hush. And, yeah, man, um, yeah, I lost it. Totally lost it. Probably, I, I know I told you before, two hours. It might it felt like that long, okay, but it was a long time, and uh, you know, I, I love that guy, always have, um, and it, it, it killed me. Um, but, but totally lost. When they lost said he it. got in a terrible accident, what else, did they say that he? was? Yeah, they they, they well basically said you know he's not going to make it. Um, hit a hit a tree on I guess it was Weymouth Road, and not not going to make it. Uh, doesn't look good. Um, you know, basically telling me he's dead. Basically in the text messages which you know like as you and i talked before uh we started it was you know sometimes you hear things you know <laughs> it's not the truth thank god it wasn't thank god he pulled through it but it was um yeah but it was it was your truth for a yeah for, for for well like i said it could have been an hour could have been two hours um could have been longer I, it, honestly i don't really remember how long it was i just know it, it totally killed me crushed me and uh yeah man so it was a it was a tough day and then I really didn't find out really till the next day that he was kind of going to be. It was still like kind of touch and go, but um, yeah. So I, I seen him at this on, on at the uh, carnival. I told me he, he ruined he ruined my vacation, <laughs> and I gave him a big hug. He owes you big time. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, how did it feel listening to him on the? Uh, uh, it was awesome. Sounded like you know, sounded like Ray. Yeah. Right, made us laugh. And, yeah, you know. Yeah, Ray's back. <laughs> Oh, thank God. Yeah, thank yes. God. Shout out to you, Ray. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, me myself. I can't wait for uh, his yeah. next episode. Yeah, right. I will go on there anytime, my brother. <laughs> um, hey, time for one more. All here right, we here go. we go. Best of luck. Oh, man. If you won $2 million tomorrow, what are the first three things you think you would do or buy as soon as you had the check in your hand? Hmm. Oh, man. Uh, what would I do? Three things. Three things. Um, I would save some of it, uh, put it away from, you know, meaning put it away from my kids, um, you know, college, whatever they need to do. Um, I probably, I, I'm, I'm going to say three because that's what the question says. I'll probably do two. Just give us the fun answers, bro. 
Yeah, man. No, I would. <laughs> I would definitely donate some of it. Okay. No doubt, donate some of okay. it. Probably buy a little house just to get some rental income. <laughs> the realtor in me. <laughs> And I would probably donate it to my high school, to be honest with you, some of man, the money. Man, you love your school, man. I do, man. I do. What makes you – what is it about St. Joe's that you are so passionate about? You know, man, like we're just a little guy. You know what I mean? And uh, just, you know, there's a lot of pride in it. You know, I think like anybody, man, anybody with their school, they have a lot of pride in it. Not me. Oh, well, no. my school that I own now, obviously, I'm yeah. so prideful for. I mean, I, lo- I, lo- I mean, you know, the Hamilton guys, I know they they got a ton of – I love – that they have a ton of pride in their school and their program and their their facilities. I, I oh. love it, and you know I, I love that. That's one of the things I really like about them guys, man, in Hampton. You know they they have a ton of pride in everything they do, and um, you know I I feel that we're the same way. You know, yeah, you're not the first one on this podcast to talk about that, man. A lot of people feel the same way you do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's where I came from. Yeah, that's where I was. Uh, you know, I was molded there. You know, so. yeah. Uh, so any shout outs before we get out of here? Uh, no, I mean, shout out. I shouted out to my assistant. She yelled at me today. She told me I had a shout out to Marianne. I already shouted out to her. All right. Shout out to my wife, Bernadette, for letting me come. Not busting my stones yeah. about it. Uh, get, no, other than that. Anyone no else from St. Joe I should have on the show, man? Or? Oh, man. There's a long list of people. Yeah. All yeah, right. I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you a text. Yeah, shoot me a text, brother. <laughs> I will. Hey, thanks for coming on, Hey, man. I really appreciate it, man. It's fun. It's an honor. All right. Later, man. Thanks. Thanks.